0: Hello, I'd like to welcome you to our Wednesday night service. This is December the 2nd. I pray that you and your family are doing well. We have had to go back to our virtual services for the time being. And as I've shared on many occasions, this is not how any of us want to do church right now. But I'm grateful that we are able to bring you these services virtually while COVID numbers are spiking and while people are getting sick and I get calls daily about people that now have the virus and they're asking for prayer or I get texts with people contacting me. So even though this is not how we want to do church right now, I'm grateful that we are able to bring you these services and I'm sorry that it has to be this way, but I and we feel like we have a responsibility to do our very best to keep you safe and your family. I feel like as the shepherd of this flock, I have a responsibility to care for the sheep. And I've tried my best through the years to to lead you in the way that I feel like the Lord would have me and us to go. I pray daily that I and we would keep in step with His Holy Spirit never running ahead nor lagging behind. So please know that I pray for you and your families daily, for our church family, and I appreciate the prayers that you all lift up for me and our staff and all of our volunteers here at the church. I pray that you're doing well, and tonight, just for a few moments, I am not going to continue with our study that we've been going through on Wednesdays about prayer. We will resume uh, as the Lord leads next Wednesday night, but tonight I just want to share with you a few moments of what's been going on this week and what's on my heart. I received a call this past Monday from the funeral home, one of the local funeral homes, asking me to do the service of one of our church members' sisters. Uh, This sweet lady had visited our church with her sister and nephew on several occasions, and I was sorry to hear that she had passed uh, from this world into her eternal reward, and uh, they asked if I would do the service, which will be tomorrow on Thursday, and I said I would be honored to do so. On Monday, I also got a call from one of our Church members, um, Bob Hood, who had asked me to come to their house and to pray with he and his family uh, for his his wife, Charlotte, who we all know and have been praying for. And Charlotte is at the threshold of her eternal reward, and, and we were just praying that God's will would be done and, and that um, when God saw fit to bring her into eternity, that, uh, that it would be in God's perfect time. And, and I even shared out of Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1, that there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die. And also shared out of Ecclesiastes 3, verse 11, that God makes everything beautiful in its time. And so as we prayed for this sweet lady of faith, my prayer was that it would be in God's time because he makes everything beautiful in its time. Last night, I received a call while at home that uh, one of our other fine members, Carlton Winters, a retired minister and man of faith, had passed from this world to enter into his eternal reward in heaven and and uh, my heart broke as I prayed with his wife Shirley and, and her family as, as they are grieving and, and on top of that, uh, Shirley and her daughter Susan are battling COVID and and so uh, just a, such a tough time as, as we have lost yet another wonderful member in our church family. And then just today, uh, as I was here in my study at church, uh, one of our members stopped by, Shirley Jenkins, sharing that the doctors are just giving her husband, Lewis, who's a great man of faith, a wonderful man of God, just uh, it could be any time, a day or, or two, that he's going to be leaving this old world and, and receiving the ultimate healing. And then... As I was home for uh, lunch just uh, a little bit ago, I got a call from my brother Tim sharing that the hospice nurse had been at my mom and dad's house and my brothers and family were all gonna try to, to be at my parents' house tomorrow to to talk with the nurse and social worker about um, what was up ahead and, and Tim called to share that the nurse said your family probably needs to come today because my dad is at that point of, of leaving this old world to, to go and receive the ultimate healing. And if you read the Focus article that just came out uh, this week and or maybe you're just receiving in the mail uh, yesterday or today, I shared with you a little bit that my mom has been praying for a miracle for quite some time for my dad's healing, and I've joined with her as well as many of you and my brothers and prayer lines that my mom has called, but just praying for a miracle because we know God is able. I know some of you have been praying for a Christmas miracle of of healing, and you're family, or healing in your marriage, or healing in your finances, or healing in uh, some area of your life, or or battling addiction, and you're praying for a miracle of healing in your child or your loved one, and uh, we're all overwhelmed right now. Uh, These have been the toughest days to try to minister through this pandemic. I've I've done. We've done our very best of trying to keep you and your family safe. Um, decisions that we make have had nothing to do with politics or or trying to uh, show that we support this one or that one. The decisions we've made have been bathed in prayer, asking that God would lead us to do what's best for our church family. And that's what I've tried to do now for 22 and a half years. I've tried to ask God to lead me and helping me to lead you. And uh, I've failed, I'm sure, many times. And I've tried my best to keep in step with the Spirit. But I know there have been times I've probably run ahead and I've times I've lagged behind or even gotten out of step. But I've tried my very best to lead this church in a way that would be good for you and us and to bring glory to God. So I I so appreciate all the prayers and love and support you've shown me through these uh, last years as well as through this difficult time and, and know that the prayer has been mutual and the love for you. I've continued to pray for you as Many of you I've talked to that are struggling, whether it be with depression or loneliness or with all of the division in our country and all the political circus that we've experienced, that um, you've struggled as well as I. We we are human, and so we, we all struggle. But all that is to say is I was prepared to continue on with our study on prayer tonight and In light of everything that's been going on this week and with the situation with my dad, I just wanted to share with you a devotion. I from time to time will read out of different devotion books and and certainly read out of God's Word, but I have two books right now that I'm reading out of daily and One of which is a book called Wisdom for Each Day. It's a a Billy Graham devotional. And one of our members uh, graciously gave me this book as a gift earlier in the year. And uh, I enjoy reading out of it as well as, like I said, others as well. But it just seemed like God uh, had me to read this one today. And it is December the 2nd. But I, I wanted to share this devotion with you, and I pray that it will minister to you as it has ministered to me. The title is, We Shall Be Changed. The scripture is found in 1 John chapter 3, verse 2. It says, We know that when He appears, we shall be like Him, for we shall see Him as He is. And then it goes on to read, It's natural to wonder what heaven must be like. Are the streets really paved with gold? Will we know each other? What will we do with our time? These and a hundred other questions crowd our minds. And to be honest, the Bible doesn't answer all our questions about heaven. Heaven is so glorious and our hearts and minds are so limited that we can only dimly perceive its grandeur. I often think of the Apostle Paul's statement, now we see but a poor reflection as in a mirror, then we shall see face to face. That's 1 Corinthians 13, 12. But one truth about heaven is absolutely clear. We will be safely in God's presence forever all the fears and insecurities and sorrows and disappointments that afflict us here will be banished. So too will all the weaknesses and sins and failures that mark our lives right now. We will be changed, for we will be like Christ. And when life weighs you down, turn your heart to Christ. For someday you will see him, and all life's burdens will be over. Felt like that God had me to read that devotion today because he knew it's what I needed. And to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. And I think about these dear loved ones that have gone on and those that are on the threshold and And uh, I'm sad because we never want to let go of those that we love. We, We selfishly want to hold on to them as long as we can. But again, I know God's timing is perfect. And I know that when they go from this old earth and this old body, they get to be in the presence of the Lord. And And we all get to become more like Christ and we will be without sin and without imperfection and without sickness and without cancer and without Parkinson's and without heart disease and without COVID, we receive the ultimate healing. And so tonight I hope and pray that you will be encouraged and I debated whether or not to share all these things because... Our hearts are heavy enough as it is, but one of the things I've always tried to be with you, my church family and those of you maybe that have been watching during this season is that I've always tried to be honest with you and to be real and to be authentic. It's hard for me to fake, to act like everything's okay and normal when my heart is so heavy for so many. I do try to, uh, To bring you encouragement. I've often said I don't feel like my gift is necessarily to be a deep theologian or or really that historical or geographical in, in my preaching or teaching, but I feel like God has called me to present the simple message of Jesus Christ and his love for you and for me and to be an encourager to you and to help Christians want to grow in their faith so they can share with others the good news of Jesus Christ. And so tonight I just felt led by the Spirit of God just to be open and honest with you about my heart and my hurt and my pain for all of you who are suffering right now and grieving and I know that uh, I'm not alone because there are so many of you all who are in the same boat, concerned about your loved ones right now. But I just want to ask you to pray, to pray for these names that I've mentioned. And I don't always share people's names because I know it's out for everyone to hear. But if you're on our church email prayer list and you, you will get these later on and I, I figured that my brothers and sisters in Christ would appreciate all the prayers that they can get right now and I know my family and I appreciate all the prayers that you've been lifting up for us and and I just want to uh, close out tonight by having a time of, of prayer and and as soon as I uh, finish up with this, I'm going to be heading over to my mom and dad's house and uh, just spend some, uh, excuse me, spend some uh, precious time with with my dad and my mom and my family. So uh, let's pray together. Father, your word does tell us that when We do not have adequate words to pray that the Holy Spirit intercedes on our behalf with with groans. And Father, I just pray tonight out of a thankful heart, but also a heavy heart, that you would just bless everyone who's watching tonight. Father, there are families who are grieving, there are families that are Father, uh, needing comfort, there are families, Lord, that are dreading the time when their loved one will pass from this old earth. And Lord, I'm grateful that when this old life is over, we get to look forward to a beautiful place called heaven. And Lord, I know words are not adequate to express how wonderful it will be, and our minds cannot conceive how great it will be. But Lord, we know that you have, excuse me, prepared a beautiful place for those who know you and love you and place their faith and trust in you. And Father, what a day it will be when we will be gathered there to see you face to face and our loved ones who have gone on before us. But tonight, Lord, I I pray a special prayer for all of these hurting families, all the names on our prayer list. Father, I, I pray for the Winters family. Wrap your arms around them, God, and comfort them and strengthen them. And I'm so grateful that Carlton was a great man of faith. And Lord, that uh, there's not a doubt in my mind that uh, he is with you. Father, I I pray for uh, Lewis Jenkins, Lord, and he's another great man of faith who has served you and your church for uh, the most part of his life. And I pray, Lord, that you would bring comfort to to Shirley and his family, that uh, they might feel your your presence, as well as Shirley Winter's father, that you would comfort she and her daughters and their family. And Father, I, I pray for um, Charlotte Hood that Lord her transition from this old world would be a smooth transition into eternity and comfort Bob and. And uh, their sons, Lord, that they might feel your peace that passes all understanding. And Father, I pray for the family of Linda Moore, whose funeral I'm doing tomorrow, and ask that you would comfort her sister Rita and nephew Jeff Wiley. And Lord, that they might feel your love. And Father, I pray that uh, you would give me the words to share to bring comfort to them. And Lord, I pray for my I pray for my family. Lord, I'm so grateful to have had my dad all these years. And Father, to see his love for you and his love for people and his love for your church and his love for my mom and my brothers and me. And and Lord, his faithful service to you. And Father, what an inspiration he has been to me and so many others to desire to come to church when many would have already resigned themselves to give up or not to go through the trouble of coming but lord he's faithfully uh, followed you and served you and i thank you for allowing me the privilege of being able to minister to my to my dad and my mom these last several years and i'm humbled and honored Father, just uh, be with others tonight, God, that are battling depression and anxiety and addiction and marital problems, and Lord, everything's magnified right now, and I pray, Lord, that people would look to you to be the refuge and strength, and Lord, you tell us in your word in that passage, I, I share all the time out of 2 Corinthians twelve nine that your grace is sufficient for us and your power is made perfect in weakness. And I pray right now, Lord, that your power would be made perfect in all of our lives that are weak in some form. And, and Lord, that um, we might just uh, feel a fresh move of your spirit Lord, I, again, there's so many tonight. I, I I know Johnny Jordan in the hospital needs healing, and Bob Satterly, God, in the hospital that needs healing, and and Lord, the list goes on and on. And and forgive me, Lord, for for leaving names out. And that's often why I don't share names because I inevitably leave someone out. And Lord, I I know everyone needs prayer and. But Lord, you know these names on our prayer list and you know those that are hurting and grieving and Father, would you just uh, be present with each one and as I know you are and uh, Lord, just be with this virus that it would end, Lord, soon and and I pray that um, no one else would die from it or be uh, affected by it. Lord, be with all of our children. I know how tough it is on them not being able to have a normal school year. And Father, for the teachers, administrators, and Lord, we continue to pray for doctors and nurses and those on the front line. For Father, our president and and our governor and all of our leaders as they continue to have to make difficult decisions. Father, just bless them and Father, bring healing to our nation, not only from this virus and healing to our world, but healing, spiritual healing, Lord, that show us what you want us to learn from this pandemic. Father, I pray that it's opened our spiritual eyes to see that um, people are most important and you're most important, that it's not about, Father, uh, our sports or about Father uh, our events or going here or going there, but Lord, that uh, hopefully we've learned that you should be priority and that our families should be priority and that we should tell people we love them and and tell people we're sorry when we've hurt them and Lord that pride would get out of the way and and father you would remove resentment and bitterness and Lord that our hearts would be right with yours and Lord, if there are any folks watching tonight and they've not given their hearts and lives to you, may this be the time. We're not promised tomorrow. I pray, Lord, that even tonight someone might confess their sin and they might ask you for forgiveness and repent from their sin and invite you to come into their heart to be their Lord and Savior and begin living for Jesus even now. And Father, I pray that there would be a great harvest of souls that are going to come to you through this season. And Lord, I pray for our church, Lord, that um, again, you would protect us and that you would heal our church. And, and Lord, that people would be understanding that we're trying our best to minister through a very difficult time and and it's hard to. Um, open up more when the cases are are rising and when more and more people are getting sick and Lord even though uh, I myself or someone else watching may not be affected by it if we were to get it uh, in a severe way we might have loved ones who it could be fatal to their body and life and so God I pray people would be understanding and patient as we are trying to weather this storm and Lord, you know, I pray daily that you would help me to navigate and lead through this time and that Lord will come through it uh, better, I pray, and stronger and and more faithful to you and that our priorities would be more in line and and that we would seek you first and your righteousness and all these other things will be added or given unto us. And Lord, I just uh, thank you for allowing me to serve you in this place. I'm I'm humbled and honored, Lord, to uh, be in this spirit-filled church. And Lord, uh, again, I just uh, pray for every member and every person who's been visiting, whether it's as we've had in-person service or those visiting virtually. And Lord, I pray that uh, they felt your spirit and they know that they're loved by you and and that we love them, uh, Lord, not pretentiously, but sincerely. And and that uh, none of us are perfect and uh, we're all sinners saved by God's grace. And I'm grateful for that salvation and forgiveness, Lord. And I just pray, God, as we've entered into this Christmas season, as we talked about Sunday, that we would all have hope. And Lord, I know... I'm. Um, that's what faith gives us. Our faith in Christ gives us hope. And as I shared Sunday out of uh, Hebrews six nineteen is one of the verses. We have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure, and that's our hope in Christ. So Father, I pray tonight people would be encouraged, people would be challenged to make wrongs right, to get their houses in order, to to share their love to a loved one or a uh, father ask for forgiveness or share uh, their sorrow to someone for past uh, past times of hurt or pain and Lord that we would move forward trusting in you that the best is still yet to come we love you Lord and we thank you for you for your love for us Bless each one now, I pray, all these things in the strong and holy name of Jesus. Amen. I want to thank you so much for worshiping with us tonight and so thankful tonight that we're going to uh, replay for you a beautiful song that Michael and Ethan Markham uh, shared with us. I believe it was last Christmas season, but they're going to close out our service Again, I want to share with you how much I love each of you and know how much God loves each of you. And, and he's with us. Uh, no matter what we're going through, God is with us. So you cling to that hope. May God bless you throughout this night and the remainder of this week. And I look forward to worshiping with you this Sunday. Thank you.
1: wonder if you've heard the story of little fame and lesser glory, the knight, the keeper of the inn, the little town of Bethlehem, encountered Joseph and his Mary, about to birth the Savior of the world. His wife said, go and see who's knocking, he ran down to the gate, unlocked it, the moment he heard Mary's cry, he couldn't look them in the eye, he denied them and went back to bed, when his wife who said, when was that he said, I don't know, he's just a girl, just a couple gypsies begging at the door. Told him we don't have room for any more And closed the door It's just a girl He tried to sleep but wasn't able He stuck out to the dirty stable Where two had found the covering And later in her suffering The keeper knelt outside the barn in the light of that great star he prayed What have I done? He's just a babe Just minutes old there trembling in the hay I could have found a room for them to say I'm so ashamed He's just a babe Just a king, just a million angels crowding in the sea, Jesus there among humanity, he's just a babe, just minutes old there, trembling in the hay, staring at his mother in the face, she's just a girl just a girl. Does she even know that she just changed the world? Does she even know that he will save the world? Does Mary know that he will save the world? She's just a girl.